0: love
1: talk radio praise the lord and good evening and welcome to live deliverance internet radio ministries we have a packed house tonight oh my god we have a packed house i am so elated to be here and i don't even know what that word is but the holy spirit says say that you are elated so i just say what the holy spirit says and I'm so grateful to be amongst my brethren in Christ Jesus. God bless all of you. Again, thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. We have never marketed this uh, radio station at all. We had never paid for any commercials. When you teach the Word of God, Derek Prince, Dr. Derek Prince, indicated that you don't have to do it. If you teach the Word, People will come, and God will send true believers. Now, we are an apostolic ministry. We are not a conventional church. And I just want to just give a praise, shout-out to everyone who's listening to us right now. In the United States, we got 527 people right now that's listening. In Germany, we got 437. In Australia, we have 1,563. In Finland, we have 420. In Brazil, we have 1,000. In South Africa, 756. In Ireland, we have 523. In Italy, which don't even speak English, we have 400. Ghana. Ghana. God bless Ghana. I'll be going to Ghana in the future in about nine months, God's willing 700, in China, 400, Switzerland, 1,700, the Philippines, 755, Argentina, 23, United Kingdom, 650, Hungary, 7, Kingston, Jamaica, God bless Jamaica, Nanny of the Maroon, 756, God bless every last one of you, and thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. We're having our telethon. My heart go out to Sister Sheila Newborn, uh, the sister who's my secretary, who helps me in a lot. There's a lot of people that helps me that no one even sees. And, you know, I want to give recognition where recognition is due. First of all, I want to thank my partner, my warrior, my sister in Christ, if not evangelist, uh, apostle Candace Durden, who's been there with me from day one. I met this sister, Chaplain John Durden, and I was a chaplain in training, and I met her when she had some African art at her home, and she started hearing footsteps, make a long story short. I went there, and we found the problem, and we dealt with the demon we, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And she's been with me ever since. And we really grew up together. I don't believe in training a person. You can't train a person. Only the Lord can train a person. And I believe that when you start talking about you train somebody, I believe that there's pride that gets in there. And I'm a man that don't like pride. I don't like it. Uh, I believe in silent warfare. I remember my father was in special forces, we do a mission, come back, won't say nothing about it. You wouldn't even know. And I saw all his buddies with him, and they're in the back. And they, you know, he wasn't saved until he, he passed, but they didn't get recognition. When you want recognition, you are asking for pride. God does not need me to do nothing on this radio station. He can replace me. So I can be replaced. Boom, gone. I am nothing without God. I'm a deliverance minister. I want to thank Evangelist Janice Taylor for helping me on Thursdays. I want to thank Chaplain John Durton, who took me in and he lost his pay and his job. By allowing me to become a chaplain with no license. The road to get here was not by me. I want to thank Brother Tommy, who's helped me so much in ministry, in all areas of ministry. He interprets for the Finnish people in Finland. I want to thank Brother Sammy Olsley, contribute consistently brother Tommy I don't have a lot of people that sow seeds here don't think that I'm rich (laughs) I'm rich in Christ I'm rich by faith but believe me internet radio is a different ball game you have to totally depend on the Lord I want to thank chaplain John Durden for his contributions for his weekly tithes with these people it helps this ministry I want to just come real with you tonight. This is a very hard, and everybody's not called to this ministry. you got to have a special makeup to deal with this. And I'm not saying I'm special. I'm nothing without the Lord Jesus. I want to thank Pastor Earl White, who teaches out of Jamaica. Sheila Newborn, my secretary, who lost her son, Brother Tommy, who interprets for the nation of Finland, Pastor Steve Lee, who I've been with. We are former disciples of Pastor Wang C. Thompson. Our roots come from Fellowship of Faith Church International, Dotson and County Drive, 346-116244. The Lord just gave me the number. And I am a disciple of Pastor Wayne C. Thompson. And as I left there, I fell in love with Jamaica because of Fellowship of Faith Church. And I went there as a messenger for Fellowship of Faith Church. We were sending food and supplies to a children's home in Duncan's Trelawney. And I began to see people walking to church. I ain't never thought nothing like that in my life. And I fell in love with Jamaica. I love the country, I love the people, I love the culture, I love the food, I love Jamaica. I've been to Israel, and I want to thank the Lord for Sister Ruthie Rami, who's helped me out since I've met her. And she's been a blessing. God connected a lot of people through this radio broadcast. I don't want to leave nobody out. Oh Lord, thank you, Pastor Rodriguez Baker. Now me and Brother Baker go back. We're about a couple of years apart. I'm sixty-one. He's thirty-four. He used to be a gangster. I was a gangster. I was a, a drug dealer, and I was a gun runner. And I was a hard hitter in those days. I'm not trying to glorify my sin. I never wanted to be a pastor. Watching Creflo Dollar and watching people steal folks' money, I said, I can sell cocaine and run some guns and make what they make in a week. I was a drug dealer. I was making about $10,000 a week. That $10,000, $10, 15000 a week wasn't nothing to me. I had gold AK-47s. I've had Carvettes. I've had Mercedes-Benz, stretch limousine, bulletproof vests. So, you know, the prosperity doctrine doesn't excite me, but I want all of you to know that that's not in the Bible. So I've come a long ways. I'm also an ex-addict. I was on cocaine. I began to sell it and then be a user of my own product. And then I went from cocaine to crack from crack to heroin, I would shoot up heroin every Friday to get a hit. And then after I get a hit, I would play my trumpet. I had a scholarship at Clark Atlanta University. I was a trumpet player and can still play the trumpet to this day. I can thump it. But God had took me away from that. I was in the United States Navy. I'm not going to say anything about what I did. i am just say United States Navy because I don't want to be <laughs> putting myself in any situation that I'm going through with the federal government to get my disability. I was in the United States Navy. After I got out of the Navy, uh, I had training in the Navy, and I became an aircraft mechanic at Eastern Airlines. I started off as a flight attendant. I didn't like to gay guys and all that stuff that wasn't with me and when I got hired because I was in the Navy if any of you young men are listening to me in the United States I cannot speak for Jamaica right now I'm not speaking for any country but the United States go into the military and do your four years your two years that'll help you on your resume God knows they hired me because I said United States Navy I can't say the rest because the Lord has said me not to say the rest the reason why he sent me not to say the rest is because I'm, I'm in a process with the federal government to settle the case. And Ephesians 4.27 says, give the devil no place. It is not easy at all to make any income on an internet radio station. You have to totally trust the Lord. And I will trust him. I'm not perfect. I have my problems. I have my sin. You have your sin. I want to be a real straight up person to you. I don't want you to look at me as if I'm hired in Christ. I don't do no autographs. I don't sit in the seats with the other pastors and I'm not in I really don't like teaching in churches at all. No I don't I don't like it period. I ain't got time for it. I really don't have no confidence in church organization anymore. I want to thank Brother Sammy Olsley for helping. We don't have too many that even give to this telethon, and even when I do telethons, it's (laughs) on faith. Uh, I trust God. He told me to do it. I'm going to do it, and I hope that this broadcast will enlighten you. I hope that this broadcast and what I'm about to teach will help you become a better Christian. I want to come up close to you tonight. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. I was born on June 1st, 1961 from Emmett Turner, and my my mother was Bernice Louise Overton. I have a brother named Leon Giles Overton, who was retired out of the United States Army, Tired Deontay Overton, who was retired from the United States Army. My brother-in-law is Gary Carter who's retired from the United States Army. My cousin was last signal, retired from the United States Army. I have a military family. My father fought in the Korea War. I thank the Lord for saving me through his mercy and grace. I am doing a telethon to raise money for two purposes a sister in Christ who's my staff member who lost her child. In internet radio, (laughs) don't think it's a church because you can get thousands of people to listen and the Lord may move on two or three people. I've been doing this 15 years. I know how internet radio works. When we started internet radio ministries, 15 years ago, when you go to YouTube, all you had was Derek Prince and Bob Larson. I used to be a member, and I used to represent Bob Larson's ministries in the state of Georgia. Victor Freeman was from Liberia, and he represented him, and me and him got together, and I broke off with them. Why did I break off with them? Because they believe in sending demons to the pit. That's not in the Bible. I also with Greater Works International Ministries out of Kingston, Jamaica. They was at Red Hills Mall. And that's how God used that church to open up doors for me to meet Jermaine Edwards, Kevin Downswell, Papa Thad, Kirk Davis. And I broke off from him doing the covert 19 virus because he was telling people to send in one hundred and ninety dollars. U.S. for some scriptures to get healed by COVID-19. He's a prosperity minister, and I ain't with none of that. He doesn't worship on Sunday. He's a Sunday keeper. I'm a Sabbath keeper. I went back told him, you're on the wrong day. So I'm not the one that you think that I'm going to be buddy-buddy. I'm not buddy-buddy with nobody but Jesus. Now, I love my friends. I respect them. But I will not compromise God's words for a friend or for anybody, for any money. I cannot be sold out. I love Christ. I'm not perfect. I'm far from that. Also, i got to give a shout out to my sister in Arizona. My sister in Arizona <laughs> who does my commercials right now. And she's bringing it. We're going to be giving her the opportunity to uh, read some stuff, she has a wonderful, wonderful voice in communication excellent communications voice. And God bless her. God bless every one of you who have helped this ministry. It means a lot to me. Internet radio is a different ball game. You got to bring the word. You have to trust the Lord. Because you got a lot of people that will listen and won't get one dime. This is a telethon. I want to help two people on my ministry. I want to be able to bless a sister who lost her son. I can't get into the details of why I want to do it, but that's a personal problem. And I need to leave that out. I have a brother in the Lord who supported me and helping me. God knows God has used this man so many times to help me get the Internet bills paid for us. That's pitiful. I got to help him. I have to get him to the United States so that I can get some assistance in these technical things that I'm dealing with. When I got called to this ministry, I knew nothing about a computer, and I lived by faith. I am not perfect. I do not want you to look up to me. I do not want you to honor me. I want you to honor Jesus of Nazareth, and I want you to forget about me. Because I didn't die for you. I can be replaced. With that in mind, let us pray of how to trust the Lord. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. My favorite scripture is how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. I love that scripture. I was oppressed of the devil with cocaine, heroin, alcohol, mushrooms, and crack for many years. I was a crack addict for 15 years, a stable crack addict, and an aircraft mechanic in the evening and a drug dealer at night. I made many money, lots of money. When I got on that crack, that ended that that $10,000 a week because I started smoking up stuff. That was Satan, and God called me out of it. I want to thank Anita. She was with me as my girlfriend. We're still friends today, and she still listening to the word of God. Tweety Bird. And Tweety was with me and she knew I was a drug dealer. She said, I can't deal with you <laughs> And she's real dark. I have a love for dark dark women. And I'm not sitting here that I love I love all women. But I desire a woman. I desire and God says he'll give a man the desire of his heart. I love Jamaican women. I love Jamaican culture. God put that culture on me to teach me a lot of things about endurance and suffering. The Jamaican people are very, endure hard working people. It's very hard with the economy over there. But God has shown me that's spiritual. And I thank Pastor Earl and his wife for being with me. I was sick and that man sent me to the hospital. I want to thank Biggs. He was a good friend. I used to live in Ear Circle. For you Jamaicans, I lived in Ear Circle. I lived in Waterhouse. That's rough. And you know, I moved to Mandeville, Now Patrick, about University of the Northern Caribbean, and I was more comfortable in the ghetto than I was there because I was a gangster. People in Jamaica are very resilient. And I want to say this before I get into the word. You Jamaicans that's over here, go home. Get your money and go home. Get out of Babylon. I was also with Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio, who don't even speak in tongues and running with the Trump bandwagon. I cut him off. I don't care who you are. If you're not biblical base, I will cut you off because I have to serve the Lord. I do not like politics. I don't like racism. I fight racism through this radio broadcast. People have contacted me and told me, what, what you got? You're born again, spirit-filled Christian. Why do you have Malcolm X on your site? Why do you have Malcolm X on your site? Why do you have Dr. Martin Luther King on your site? These are men that sacrificed themselves for black people to vote. In 1965, black people wasn't able to vote in this country. So there is a place for that. But it has nothing to do with the kingdom of God. So you got to be use wisdom to deal with that. I thank the Lord Jesus who got me off crack cocaine. I thank the Lord Jesus who got me off mushrooms, heroin. I used to drink a half a gallon of vodka a day. I come out of military family. When I was nine years old, my mama, my aunt gave me beer. I drank a twelve pack beer and still stand up. Am I proud of that? No. But the things I've been through brought me to where I'm at now. I thank the Lord for people who are calling me, and some of these people are telling me that they want, the Lord told me to be your wife. I got nothing against white women. I love them. They're nice. God made them. But that's not my wife. My wife will be from Jamaica. Or I won't have a wife at all. Let's get into this word. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, use me as your oracle. Allow the power of God to penetrate the hearer for this message. We take authority over Satan. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending about the body of Moses, does not bring any relevant accusation, but said, The Lord rebuked thee, Satan. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. We take authority over boys, bouncy spirits, and all interference demons that would block this message. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And I also want to say this here. Everybody's now called for this ministry. Yes, Jesus says, cast out demons in my name. But how deep can you cast demons out? Everybody's now called for this ministry. So whatever you call, all of us are called to cast out demons. Amen. Find your place with God, and I can't say that to you. But my message is not about deliver demons today. It's about demons stopping you from trusting God. It's about your heart not being in the right place to trust the Lord. I know about trusting the Lord. It is very, <laughs> I, I don't even know where I can pay my bills. I got so many bills with the radio station, it would chew up my disability money. So I'm talking to you on experience in this issue. In Proverbs chapter three, verse five, the Lord says, "Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding." Now we're going to start back and read it again, but we're going to deal with the heart with this one word in this scripture that can block you from serving the Lord. You know, I cried today. I miss Jamaica. I miss Jamaica so much. I had to come back here to settle some things with my house and to settle my military case. Once that's settled, I will not ever be back in the United States. I was a born American. I love Jamaica. God put that in my heart. Now, can God put something in your heart? Would you allow him to put something in your heart tonight to change your ways from trusting in him from your heart? Why is it that we can't trust God? I have to cut yards to pay my bills because I don't have enough people to send in any money to help me in this ministry. Now, I'm not Creflo Dollar. Let me get that straight because I'm straight up old gangsters. Gangster. one thing I like about gangsters, if you cross them and you done something wrong, they're coming. Well, I'm going to use that terminology towards the devil. Trust the Lord, not the devil. The devil don't care nothing about any of you. Matter of fact, he would love for you to use your mind, think about things, analyze your problem, and get you in a world of mess that you can't trust him. Two days ago, I said, Lord, I'm going to pay this bill. And I cried out to God, and I started praying in tongues. When I prayed in tongues, the Holy Spirit said, go back on there. Boom. I paid the prime cast bill. Bam. We have to trust him. Now, what will stop us from trusting in the Lord? Please turn to Proverbs 3.5. In Proverbs 3.5, the word of God says, trust in the Lord. When everybody hear what I said, it says, trust in the Lord. It didn't say trust in me. All thine heart. Now, that's where we're going to stop right here. But the other part of the scripture says, and lean not unto thy own understanding. We're going to break that down. But let's deal with the heart first. Because the Bible is telling us that if we trust in the Lord, we have to trust him from our heart. So let's start with that. The Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked. Oh, God. King James Version, the heart is desperately wicked. Let's go to Jeremiah 17. So if your heart's wicked, how are you going to trust in the Lord? What makes your heart wicked? Oh, don't get mad at me now. In Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Then in verse 10, it says, I, the Lord, Pastor Kilmington, that Reverend E.D. McNichols, not Dr. Johnny Lilmore, who wants to talk to John and Brother John and cut him down and, and tell him about Mother Scootsman came to help him with Baxter's all these lies. Uh-uh. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things. So we talk about trusting the Lord, but we gotta deal with the heart. Now, if your heart's not right, you're not gonna be trusting the Lord. Thou money cometh unto me is not gonna give you this. Creflo Dollar, T.T. T. Jakes, Joe Osteen. I I don't like that gospel. Feel good. Let's deal with your heart tonight. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doing. Now, when he says the fruits of your doing, that means that you got to let the Lord create in you a clean heart in order for you to trust the Lord. It's not going to work. Let me tell you something. I live on faith. I'm going to really open up to a lot of you. My house note is $1,149. My social security, because I'm disabled, I got injured as an aircraft mechanic, is $1,749. How much is that after gas, light, water, rent, food, internet, radio bills? I put my trust in the Lord. I'm not here to try to make a profit whether you give or not tonight, can I tell you something? I got Jesus of Nazareth going to take care of me. He so said, I really know that. And you got to know that. And God had to allow me to go to things in my life so that I can trust in him and our people. Do you know that people can tithe to you? And if they get mad at you, they'll stop tithing. They weren't tithing to me in the first place because they was my, my communication with them was not or prohibited to what they believe in, say so I stop tiling. They they weren't to the Lord. You can't you can't you can't trust that. You have to trust totally on the Lord. Not saying that people are doing that. I'm really coming real with you tonight. The Lord wants you to change tonight so that you can trust him. Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio who don't even speak in tongues, who is a deliverance minister, trusts in Donald J. Trump. Trusting in Joe Biden. Won't worry. God has to change some things in your heart, and you have to let him change that now. You can't just do this on, on and on. You're going to have to let the Lord change your heart. So before we even talk about how to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, we got to first find out what this heart's all about. The heart is the center of our being. It determines our behavior and must be regenerated and changed. With the inner change, no one can do the will of God. Can't do it. You have to allow the Lord to change your heart. Please turn to Proverbs chapter 28. Verse 26, he that trusted in his own heart is a fool, but whosoever walketh wisely, he shall not be deceived. See, God has to change our heart. So when you get a prosperity minister ministering to you, he's just going to tell you to sow the seed, baby, sacrificial offerings. Go in faith. Give me $1,000. I could not do that to you because if your heart's not changed, if that was a form of gangster, you're getting ganked, pimped. You're getting pimped by prosperity ministers and preachers. Now, the Lord is telling me to open up this with Chaplain John Durden. Chaplain John Durden, good evening, and how you doing here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministry? Does that make any sense? Did they tell you, Chaplain Durden, at that Baptist church, to trust in your heart, change your heart? Or what did they do when they told you to start giving that money?
0: Uh, they didn't preach sermons. They just pick collection. Everybody just gave it. hmm they didn't do it, had to do any convincing and all that kind of stuff. They just, when it was time to take up open, you know, just walk around, guys drop the money and some drop 20, 20 some drop $1, some may drop quarter, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So, so there was no preaching. None. None. And
1: that's what's going on in society today in these churches. The devil. Is a lie, and God's word is truth. He that trusted in his own heart is a fool, but whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Now, what is it that God's trying to deliver you from? What's in your heart to stop you from trusting in the Lord? Another thing that will stop you, <laughs> oh, Lord, from trusting in the Lord is walking on sight. Please turn to 2 Corinthians 5, 7, please. Now, this one really can mess you up by not trusting in the Lord. This one can do some damage on you. Now, as this telethon is going forth, we are raising money for two things. I have to have a brother from Finland to get here for some help, with technical stuff. I got to get him here. He cannot do it on the phone. <laughs> we can't do it by ter- take turning over my computer. There's things here. He's on my staff. I want to have some flowers sent to my sister in Christ who lost her daughter. I don't have enough income like these churches. I have to ask. And I'm asking you tonight. Sow a seed so I can help both of them. I don't get that much income on this radio station. I have to trust in the Lord, but I believe. That if I can show you how to trust him like I do, not only you will be blessed, but even so into this ministry. He said, whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord, not the man. Colossians 317 and 323. I guarantee God will bless you. The Holy Spirit is telling me he'll bless you in seven days. Now, I prophesied that. And you ain't going to have to come back on me saying, well, if seven days came, you didn't get it, because I won't do that. Every prophecy we met, the Lord said, if any of you sow any seed, $5, $2, 7 days, he will give it back to you. I'm not a prosperity teacher. I'm trying to help my staff members. I'm trying to keep the gospel going. Now, watch this. In 2 Corinthians Five seven says, For we walk by faith, not by sight now sight will definitely mess you up in trusting the Lord. you're gonna look at it now, what you gonna do <laughs> when you look at it? what are you gonna do you're gonna to go to your mind, you're gonna analyze it. Bible didn't tell us to do that. The Bible did not tell us to analyze nothing. And the minute you do that, you're in trouble. Well, when you analyze, if it's not the Holy Spirit, what is it that analyzes in your fleshly mind? Go to the palm shop. I had a demon told me, if you stop... Teaching deliverance, we're sending you ten million dollars and all that. I said I don't want it. I see keep teaching deliverance. <laughs> I want to come from the Lord. I don't come from the devil. But where were they coming from? It's coming from my mind. Your thought life can really mess you up. And trusting the Lord, it takes faith to tie. A lot of people don't realize that because the devil is going to tell you. uh you know, you need to. You can pay that bill with this, and you know, pay that bill. with That God will forgive you. Rock Weeke's Baker tied it nineteen years straight, and God has quadrupled everything He has. All of my staff members, when they, I pay every last one of my staff members. The fleshly mind will mess you up. <laughs> and then when it's time to trust the Lord, your natural mind, Lord Jesus Christ, start getting in the way of your faith. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God, Romans 10.17. It will get in there. Now, the fleshly mind is in Colossians 2.19 to 18. Let no man beguile you of your reward in the voluntary humanity and worshiping of angels. Intruding to those things which he hath not seen vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Now your mind is going to tell you all kind of things to do instead of trusting in the Lord. This is where the devil gets in at our minds. The crown of thorns was a consistent painful reminder. That Jesus wrote for us. Attacks against the mind, the mind being the focal point of Satan's attack on us, becomes high ground in the battle against Satan. Satan wants to attack our high minds, our thoughts, our analytical understanding, push us away from trusting in the Lord and using faith. And believe me, he will do that over and over and over, and over. Demons are often assigned to speak to the mind and bring lies in the person's mind several times a day for a whole lifetime. It is necessary to resist it by using the word of God and casting down every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And the devil don't want you to hear this tonight. The Lord say, trust me. I need a sign, Lord. And bottom them demons start talking to you. I was cutting the yards. I cut 10 yards to pay my light bill. I'm 61 years of age with pins in my back. Second Thessalonians 3.10 says, if a man shall not work, he should not eat. I was an aircraft mechanic, western eastern airlines. I'm used to working. But I'm disabled, so I have to cut some yards. i got to do what i got to do. God is watching me. Not once have I cursed God. Not once have I said anything negative about the Lord. Not once have I got on this radio station to try to pimp you out your money. So I don't like pimping people and running gangs. They remind me of men, prostituting women. I don't like to pimp. I was a straight-up gangster. You sell the cocaine with me, wear my money, I need my ounce, or you're going to get shot. I ain't deal with street people. I deal with high-level gangsters. Well, I walk in, and you're going to pay me. That's just how the devil is to Christians. You're going to listen to me, and you let him. That on both sides of the world. The Bible says, give the devil no place, Ephesians 4.27. And when you give him place with your thoughts, that's how you're going to miss your blessing. Go pawn this. Go borrow some money. I had a sister in Christ, can't give her a name. She said she had to sell her body to, to pay her libel. That's a lie. You're a child of God. That's a lie. Who told you that to you? But I got to survive and the devil to get you to do anything but trust the Lord. Now Proverbs three five. Go back to Proverbs three five. Says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. Now, where is this own understanding coming from? Imaginations of your mind. This is going to be a two-part series. Before we close, please go to Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse three. The devil is a liar. You know, I said, Lord, every time I get on the radio station, Lord, you got to tell me, I don't get up in here planning nothing. I can't teach you. And if you're around any pastors that's there and they're teaching you, you need to leave them because it's the Holy Spirit to have free will in the human body. Of course, you have to study. You want to trust God and hear the devil want to make you not trust the Lord. Lord, I want to trust you. Here he come with the thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. So all the thoughts that you're getting from not trying to trust the Lord is bringing in by the devil. He do not want you to say, I'm going to trust the Lord. I don't care what it is. I trust the Lord tonight. Whether you give one dime tonight or not, I still trust the Lord. And that's where our success come in at. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. Now, let me tell you, when you turn to trust the Lord, let me show you what the devil brings to you. Ezekiel 30, 18, my favorite scripture. Boy, he'll bring this thing here on you. Ooh, Jesus. And then you're going to just go out the game. He's going to take you out the game because your mind is telling you something. that ain't coming from the Holy Ghost. Ezekiel 3810 says, Thus says the Lord God, It shall come to pass, that at the same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. That's why you can't get your blessing. You're going let them demons come in your mind, bring you thought. Now you're going to work in the flesh and put your trust in the flesh and put a curse on you. Cursed is he who trusted in his flesh. Jeremiah 17. Let's go to Jeremiah 17. The devil wants to keep you away from trusting the Lord. He got tools. In Jeremiah 17, 7, it says, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whom hope. The Lord is. A curse will come upon you if you don't trust the Lord. Curses a man who trusts in himself. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who depends on the flesh for his strength, whose heart turn away from the Lord. He will be like a bush in the wasteland. He will not see prosperity when it comes. He will dwell in the porch places of the desert in a salt land. Jeremiah seventeen five. Thus said the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusted in man, and make it flesh his arm, whose heart departed from the Lord. Now, how did your heart depart from the Lord? You remember we first said in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, trust in the Lord of all thy heart. The devil don't want you to have your heart to trust in the Lord, so he's going to pull it by getting you to trust in yourself to get it done. He's going to bring the evil thoughts, Ezekiel thirty-eight ten in your mind. You got to cast that down. Second Corinthians 10, 10 10.5 says, Casting down imaginations, every high thing that has all itself up against the knowledge mm-hmm. of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. This is how you trust the Lord. Don't let the devil use you in your mind and your thoughts. Now, what service not a faith is sin, Romans 14.23, and we're going to end with that. Amen. We'll start back with part two, Tuesday. Tomorrow, we have Evangelist Janice Taylor. She's going to be bringing the word of God. Monday, we have Pastor Steve Lee. We are having our telethon. Sow a seed. Please sow a seed. That's all I can say. I I, I can't make you do anything. I just pray that the Lord move on your heart that you've been blessed to see what has stopped you or causing you from trusting in the Lord. Don't let your mind block you. Get your heart right. Don't look at sight and put your trust in the Lord Jesus. Please go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of our icon, we have a PayPal site. These monies will be going to a sister, Sheila Newborn, who's lost her her son. I'll be using this money to help her and try to get assistance to get my uh, Technician from Finland over here. I believe that God can work miracles. I'm not paying, I'm not asking for no plane or none of that. I don't believe in that. I got a 2001 Ford Tars. I'm very happy with it. I done had the Mercedes and Benz. They didn't give me no peace. I done had the gold AK. That never gave me no peace. Amen. Never gave me no peace. Things cannot give you peace. Please sow a seat. And keep us on air. Please go to www.LiveDeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand corner of the icon, you have a PayPal site. If you're not comfortable with that, please go to www.LiveDeliverance.com on our GoFundMe. God bless you. Shalom. We're going back to regular broadcast. We'll see you Tuesday. those who are listening to me here at live deliverance that radio thank you so much we're going back to regular broadcast thank you all right we got a song and then we're going to bring chaplain John Durden
0: said so is German Edward yeah Listen. In all you're getting get wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Aim for the sky, reach the mountain, keep climbing. Stop saying you can't. Oh, you know you never tried it. Don't waste your energy unless you see the benefits. Negative thoughts, pessimist calls. I'm an optimist, rising though sometimes I fall. I'ma keep moving even if I have to crawl. Running with a purple and I know I have to run fast. We're And to the Remember time. principles work everywhere, anytime. Feel i get life when success is denied. Why? No, every question deserves a reply, and my life is submitted to the highest of I, 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 I have, have my eyes, eyes on the mind. Mind. I won't, I won't, it it and lie. And lie. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, Because of the price you pay
1: radio room tc jackson says good evening you have the mic chapman john durden
0: good evening sir good evening um the latter part of your session because i think it's appreciative that uh, you shared your uh, early life with with the brethren so they didn't know where you, where you're coming from and uh when you was closing the session it was it was nice to hear you saying that you have your trust in the lord personally trust in the lord you made reference to uh, Jeremiah 17, uh, verses 5 and 8, you know, which says, Thus said the Lord, curse to the man that trusts in the man and make his flesh his arms and whose heart departeth from the Lord. But he shall be like the health in the desert and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness. All that to say is that is the man. To me, what that saying is, those who trust in sinners in themselves and in human resources, are destined for disappointments, spiritually poverty, and ultimate loss. And it goes on, in my spirit, I feel to say that, on the contrary, regardless of how you're thinking, those who fully trust in the Lord will be blessed and ultimate rewarded. Because I know your situation, I know your background, and of all those thousand and thousand people who are listening to your teaching, um, Don't give a dime Maybe about three or four or five people Might offer something But God still who you up Because you're truly a man of God And he wants us to, to be led by the spirit Not by the mind all the time The mind is strictly for worldly I guess attributes and stuff like that To me, i tell you what I learned uh, From the Lord in the last several months Number one The scriptures, folks, are clear Regarding the state of our carnal mind it also declared that uh, our mind is hostile to God and most of us unable to submit to the law of God. Romans 8, 7 says that. And when I look at all the calls that I've gotten over the last two or three years, those guys call in talking about, I'm going to ball jack you. We don't like what you got to say. Tongues have ceased, that has ceased, this has ceased. And that teaching is still going on when I was a child. And I didn't really get the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit until I was in my 30s. Because so God finally straightened my butt out because, you know, I heard some of the tongues up there. Oh, man, you stupid tongues. See. And the guy said, John, that's my sister said, John, you just come home and see how I would teach you. So I prayed about it, and the Lord led me home. And the pastor told me said, hey, we all were eligible for it. It's nothing but a has cease. All we got to do is just believe God. So I said, okay. So she took me to her church. Which was so Do you church? need Isn't some it?
1: credit for me to call you? I'll send you some credit. What? That was uh, my girlfriend, Brother John. She interrupted.
0: Well, let me see. I was trying to say that we, what he taught tonight, is we were supposed to trust in the Lord, because our mind to take us there wherever we're supposed to go. And I'm going to tell you, since I've got that personal relationship with the Lord, where I can hear him when he talks to me and stuff like that, you know what I learned? The scriptures are clear, just by reading it, regarding the state of our carnal mind, because we go into the mind, say, do this, do that, say this, and say that, and this again, time, and again, and things. Now, with respect to that, I, I said that the carnal mind is hostile to God, unable to submit to the law of God, and you'll find that in Romans. I'm not just saying it. It's in Romans, 8th chapter, verse seven. And I want to bring that back by this scripture also declares that the natural man can speak to God because what? They are foolishness to him. Unfortunately, many, uh, I was in this category, many educated people who have studied uh, the scriptures have interpreted them according to what? To our understanding of our carnal mind, our unredeemed intellect, our opinions our reasonings, our denominational doctrines, our our traditions, instead of allowing the Holy Spirit. I find that you can line up uh, seven pastors who came from different churches and doctrines, and you can ask them the same scripture, and you get seven or eight or nine or ten different uh, explanations and understanding. And what we're supposed to do is listen to the Holy Spirit tell us what to say. And for those who think Brother Emmett is not there, (laughs) he's there. I personally have saw the Holy Spirit. Teach him and Jesus. I used to go over his house. He'd be sitting there, and the Holy Spirit would be teaching him like he's sitting in the classroom. I couldn't believe my eyes and believe my ears. I'm sitting on the sofa, and I see writings going up on the wall in Hebrew, and God had him reading the Hebrew writing and stuff like that. And not only that, God see where people not too acceptable to, accept to deliverance ministry here in, in, um, in America, God transported him over to Jamaica. Go on, folks, building demons uh, ministry left and right. And not only that, and show that God woman, you know what God did. God taught the young man uh, the language, and he said, "Cause you to be a citizen, don't you know you have to pass know all our laws, all the what our requirements are as citizens and so forth." Yeah, that's a lot of stuff you have to learn. It'll probably take you about a year or two years to understand how a government works. And the Lord said, "Take it anyway." And so he said, "Well, I you not saying, but I want to take it." They said, "Well, come on, cause so, I mean, you don't know anything about our culture or anything else." And so he went to take the test, and guess what? God told him the whole, <laughs> told him all the answers. <laughs> when he got to question number one, God said, "Answer so and so." Question number two, answer so and so. And you know what else the Lord did? The Lord said, "Well, I'm moving you there, and so you need to know the language. So I'm going to teach you Pakwa, Pakwa, whatever you call it." And guess what? He speaks it fluently. And when he took the test to get a citizenship, he made a flat one hundred. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit telling him what to say. The Holy Spirit telling him what the law says. You know. Let like the, the government how it's set up and everything, how the government's running and everything else. God was sitting there in the room with him telling him all the answers to it. And it, people couldn't believe it, and say, This dude the ace the test and he's not one of us. He just came over here to take tests or he read a few books, that kind of a thing. So it's real, I've seen it I've seen it. I've really seen how God works. Uh the mind is fine for worldly things, man, but when it comes to spiritual things, the Holy spirit wanna tell you what it means. And I want to close with this is you got to remember this. That's it. Unfortunately, many educated people, I have a doctor, three, I'm this. Many educated people who have studied scripture have interpreted them according to what? To the understanding of their carnal mind. I, I didn't say spiritual mind, I said carnal mind, unredeemed intellect, because there's a lot of them I know, <laughs> they need some redemption. They don't even know the Lord, okay? And their opinions, opinions are well, well, I think, I, I think it's so, 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 I think, I think, I think. And their reasoning, it's not spiritual. And some of them sit in doctrinal um, doctrines, sit under that, and they don't even believe in demons or anything like that. Some of them still walking around and talking about Jesus a man. I've seen some ministers who still think uh, they such things the Holy Ghost and all that crap. They're going by their intellectual mind. And then they go by their, their traditions. Well, we don't do that here. We do that this and here, that kind of a thing. But I thank God for the opportunity uh to introducing me to Brother Emmett. Because uh, Brother God sent Brother Emmett to me when I was a hospital chaplain, and he um, uh, was, was quiet, he was peaceful, he was nice, and he was an ex-gangster who wanted to, wanted to kill himself. But God had me to minister to him, and he, he rededicated his life to the Lord, and God came in the room one day and says, I am Jesus of Nazareth, Emmett, I will teach you. I will teach you. You will teach my word from your spirit. You hear what I say? I will teach you. you not to go to no school. And he said, yes, Lord. And then he told me, and, I, and God said, that's what I told him. And then God said, now go buy him a Bible. And I went down the street a couple of blocks and bought him a Bible. And he read that Bible, and God said, I will personally teach you. Guess what? I can go in this house sometime unexpectedly go to this house. And you know what? He's sitting there writing stuff on the backboard with the Holy Spirit telling him. I couldn't believe my eyes. Everything that he's teaching, everything, he's just, he just saying what he's being said. Uh, I'll be told by the Holy Spirit. I haven't written anything from him. I've had stuff that he's written and said and taught in the past. That's some heavy stuff. I don't know nothing about no demons. Like, yeah, we know you teach them. We know you tell them. Hey, man, I was brought up just like you guys. Demons, ain't no such thing as demons. All oh, the demons in hell, ain't no such thing as demons and all that crap. And I'm sitting in a room where God was personally teaching and, and writing on the board. And then sometimes God said, oh, there's something you need in these new Hebrew. And God would tell them how to say certain things in Hebrew. And then God finally said, I'm moving you. I'm moving you to another country, and I'm going to teach you the language. Pacwa, I think that's what it's called. Jamaica. God taught the young man how to speak fluent. um, What did he say? Fluent language. I mean, fluently. Just like he was raised up over there in Jamaica. And then. and God sometimes would have him speak in another language if it would become necessary. If you, somebody from another country, say, I don't understand it. And if need be, God would have him speak that person's language so the guy can get an understanding of whatever he's trying to get to know. But it's, it's really real, folks. It's really real in our mind because, like you said, he was a gangster. But God took him and God put him under my belt. And you know what happened? I lost my job because I hired him, you know, I've been there for several years, Tell me, why do you want to hire a high school graduate, idiot, and so on, so on, so on. And I looked at him, I said, I had to do what the Lord told me to do. He you don't understand exactly they're from their mind. Oh, that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. And so I left, you know, and I did other things. But you, y'all you heard us teaching up for over seven years. That young man. But saying what the Holy Spirit is telling him. And may God strike me down. Damn! Right now if I'm lying. God was telling him what to say. The Holy Spirit would tell him. Sometimes he'll look at me and tell me, John, I don't know which one. I said, what you're talking about? He said, sometimes I hear the Lord talk. Sometimes I hear the Holy Spirit. But I'm trying to decide, disciple. Which one is talking to me? If you tell me what to say, be teaching me everything. Else? I don't know if it's Jesus or the Holy Spirit. And I, said, oh, I, laugh. I said, man, you really got some heck of an experience. And that's what happened. It's. Every time he comes on on radio or whatever, he'll call me and say, man, I don't even know what I'm going to teach on." Or sometimes, oh, I just finally got it. I'm going on in two minutes. Sometimes you don't know what he's going to say in about two minutes or so before the thing's going on. You see how he was competing against other uh, theologians when he went out of state and everybody, and he'll call back and say, it's unbelievable. That young man got a college degree. He made all those guys without degrees look stupid and stuff like that. And I, and they said, John, we know you can. You wasn't behind no curtain because he was in another another country, and we were there personally. And he just flowed like a champ. I said, Well, thank you, Jesus. Because we know you telling him. I mean, yeah, man, I was just like you guys. I ain't ever learned that no no demons because all I heard was tongue past seas, yeah, huh? And I didn't I didn't get it until I was in my late thirties. So I was told a lie all my years, that kind of a thing. So uh, I just thank the Lord He used me. And, and, and Brother Emmett, um, I put him at the hospital, and he was able to go from room to room to room with me, and he would tell the patient what their names were, how many kills they got, and somebody would be thinking about committing suicide. He'd say, oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> That's hellbound to do that. And he would tell them personal things about them. And you know what else to prove that he could hear God? It blew my mind. A lady called. She was having problems. She was thinking about committing suicide and all this about her husband and everything else. And he said, excuse me, John, Brother John, i got to go out. I said, okay. So he went across the hall to his office. He sat there. And I listened at this lady tell me her personal problem, why she don't want to live no more and go all about her husband. Do you know? And she said, what do you think about what should I do? I'm Chaplain John. And just when I was going to stumble through, the door opened. He walked in and said, Brother John, the Lord told me that to, uh, he wants me to talk to this lady. I said, "Yeah, man, go ahead. I didn't know what he was going to say. Do you know he summarized everything that woman said to me? He summarized every problem that her husband gave her and the problems she was having with her children. I said, Lord, this stuff is really real. And so I helped him. I took him on. And, uh, and we still together but to this day. And I, I see him go. And people still call me. You know, you're giving him that. You, you you doing that. You tell him. And no matter how many times I say it, I say, well, i tell you what. I dare you to stand. You, you challenge him where, and I'll go, I'll move to Mexico somewhere while you challenge him. Why don't you let him come to your church and sit up there and, and he won't even worry about what subject you're going to get up. He'll let you pick the subject you want to debate him on. Uh, 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 uh. I you know, uh uh, uh, uh. And that's been going on for for 14 years now. They keep saying, you tell him what to say. You think I'm stupid, nigga, your ass. Song, 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 nigga. We ain't stupid. Song, song. You know, and all that kind of stuff. I said, well. You just ain't ready to receive that God can speak to us, not just through the Bible, reading the Bible, but He still wants to talk to our spirit, and that's why we have the Holy Spirit. But every sermon, so help me God. I mean, he's tracking down day right now if I'm lying. Every, every teaching, every sermon you heard that young man saying for the last several, several, several years, he didn't know what he's going to teach until he got up there, and then God knows he to through him. Have a blessed day, y'all. Have a blessed day. God bless
1: everyone. Please seed at www.livedeliverance.com. www.livedeliverance.com, on lower left-hand icon. There's a PayPal site. We're trying to raise money for assistance. for so, Sister so, so Sheila Newborn. She lost her son, and I'm trying to get my technician over here for some assistance with me with some advancement in television TV. We're moving to Internet TV, and God is working on that, and I need him over here for that. We will be on Internet TV in the next three years. Live limits Net radio will be phasing out of Atlanta, Georgia permanently in 2026. That's it. I will no longer be in America. I will be in Jamaica. I will die in Jamaica. God bless.